What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Messi here from Rock and Roll Heaven right outside of Chicago at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles, Illinois. Hanging a bay in our episode number 48 with my brothers Carmine and Vinny. We'll bring him right to the stage because we've got so much going on and I got all dressed up for him. And I don't know. I'm going to bring Carmine on first. Uh, the legend, Vanilla Fudge, Jeff Beck, Rod Stewart. Great hair. Uh, lo- I love the look. <laughs> I love the look. What made you go? Uh, you got a little salt and pepper going for yeah, you. Yeah, just. Uh, you had the Bob Barker look Bob last week. This week, I'm uh, somebody else. <laughs> Pepe Le And next week, <laughs> next time, I'll have a little more. I'm, I, you know, this is what I wanted anyway. I wanted it kind of looking halfway white, you know. But you look great. I mean, before with the purple, you look yeah, great. I know, but dude, it's so hard. Look. You're one of those guys. So hard to do every week, every four weeks. I have to be in the hair salon four or five hours. I, I, had, I had enough. I know. I'm I had with enough. you. You realize you realize how much how much polish this takes. I know. Every I know. week, I gotta buff Shh, it out. Tell it's... me about it. I mean, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I hey, got my uh, forehead showing for the first time in forty years. What do you mean you're getting there? You're like, you know, you're, you're not 21. This is it. What you yeah, got there, I'm, that's I'm it. Right. That's it. I'm here. You know? I'm here. Hey, let's bring little brother because I know he's going to throw some shots at me. Let's just get it out of yeah. the way. Um, he's like. Yeah, I want two dozen out. of this. those leopard jackets and some cannolis, please. <laughs> and gun-o-ly. Large and extra large. Thank you. We got him. And some gun. Some cannolis. <laughs> Some cannolis. <laughs> cannolis. 
so okay. funny. Where'd, so, that, where'd the here. jacket come from? Oh my God. So <laughs> it's legit. It's a jacket. See, you understand when I go on stage, you know, I, I do, that's, that's how we kind of, I dress a little bit because we're talking about seventies, eighties, sixties, and I've got all these, you know, kind of looks. And I thought I wear the queen shirt because we've got the Queens and noise. Someone from the Queens and noise on tonight. And you know, Katie's deaf. Uh oh. I don't make sense, don't you think? It's it's the jacket. <laughs> hey, it's, you're also bouncing a little bit. I don't know what's going on there with the jacket. Yeah, but, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. But, but so I'm, I I need, is it a thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's Katie so, likes think, it too. So. Do you really? Katie likes it. Well, that's that's the bottom. She she did like it. We got a great show tonight, guys. I love this thing. You know, there needs to be more females on this show. There really, really needs to be. I mean, you know, there's so many women to rock and roll, and we had Lita on. We've had some on, but not enough. So we got to get Why going is that, on that Ron? tonight. What because let me tell you something. <laughs> because there's a lot of females in rock Man. and roll. It's not all about Black Sabbath and Vanilla Maybe Fudge. Maybe if you put that jacket on more often, we'll get more female. You know? I think so. Uh, or 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, look, I put the jacket on, and look what we have tonight. We have two fabulous yeah. ladies. We have Katie Darrell from MTV, from TMZ, and now from Axis TV. Let's bring her to our microphone because there's so much to talk about with this. And like I said, she's one of my hey guys. Too. Hi, Katie. Katie I like the jacket, guys. I'm team jacket. See, I love her. Oh, love you know, that's her. because Katie, thank you're you the host and she's a host. So you <laughs> you got to have some flair, all right? I mean, in this world of rock and roll, everyone's dressing in black. Let's snazz it up a little bit, all yeah, right? Yeah, baby. Right. I got no. I but got gray. I, I, this is a bit oh, of a okay. gray. Oh, okay. Shade. You got gray. You got gray. All right. I, got, I, I, got I only wear <laughs> only wear black until they invent the darker color. Okay. All right. We got the gray and we got you the know, salt and pepper going. Whew, go. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I gotta say, since we're on fashion, sure. and you know I love you, Katie, and you are rock Thank and roll you. to the yeah. bone. Yeah. But I can't help but notice a Willie Nelson shirt. <laughs> I know it's so funny. So okay, for, nothing wrong, wrong with, with it. it. Like everyone loves Willie and what Willie stands for. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it just in the laundry day rotation. I like I sat down at the computer and I was like, Willie Nelson shirt. Where? Like first off, where did this come from? Like I didn't even. I've been wearing it all day and didn't even realize until I sat down and saw my own like reflection on the screen. And I was like, oh, I guess this is the, this is what I'm going for. It's a bit off brand, but uh, you know. Yeah, that's funny. Vinny has one of those shirts. <laughs> it's yeah, right next yeah. to his collection of albums I have. <laughs> Willie. I love Willie though, but I mean. No, Willie's great. I, Willie's, Willie, Willie's I've, a rock I've never star been on the tour bus, book. though. Uh, I haven't gotten to go I on the, the reefer machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I it's about being able to leave yeah, the tour yeah, bus. Yeah, 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 without falling challenge. down without the crawling, stairs. Without crawling off the tour bus. Yeah, exactly. And Vinny, I can't believe you would have that shirt for the main reason that you have nothing that says have a nice day. Nothing. It says, uh, <laughs> that is not you. Have a, oh, have a willy nice yeah. day. Hey, no, hey. I, yeah, that's not well, maybe, I would look, my I, reputation. I have my Punisher thing on today. Right. Ooh. I can't see it, though. 
Everyone see how lucky style. I am, All right, Katie? gentlemen, Every we're all looking good. We could go to the clubs if the clubs were only open. Yeah, if they were open. Hey, well, Katie, open. where are you at now? Are you in California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out in sunny Los Angeles. Beautiful She's in my Los old Angeles. house. In my old house. Yeah, I'm, just, uh, I'm over in the valley. Oh, so, um, yeah, I lived there for a long time. I used yeah. to live right off of the Sunset Strip, um, but, you know, turned into a mom, got a kid, needed to get the yard, <laughs> so had to move over there the There you hill. go. Yeah. I moved even further away. I was in the valley 30 plus years. Now I'm down near Temecula. Oh, wow. Oh, it's beautiful so, down there, though. Good wineries, too, I was right? in the valley yes. 40 years in L.A., and now I'm in Florida. Okay, okay, great. So person, you guys have lived here, been there, done that. I got to say, yeah. my biggest complaint about moving to the valley is I cannot find a good takeout Chinese restaurant to save my life. And I have phoned every neighbor and friend that lives around here. And I'm like, so now that I live here, where do you guys get your Chinese food? And everyone says, there isn't a good one here. I don't, I don't understand. Why where is there no good? Your... But can you get good cannoli down there? Because no, that's even really more. the key. What about bagels? You nah. know, there's, there is a good bagel place Manhattan, just up the street Manhattan from me. Basil, good locks and everything. Manhattan Bagel's good. And there's a place What's up, that Chinese place nice. that used to be in? Uh, Chin Chin. In, uh, Chin Chin. Chin Chin. Chin Chin. But the, do they have a Chin Chin in the valley? I've always known the Chin Chin over the hill on the no, other yeah, side. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, next, 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 next to uh, Studio City. It's next yeah. to Jerry's mm -hmm. Deli. All right, yeah. all right. Nice. Right here, right now, on Diners, <laughs> Drivers, and Dives. Oh, I just like eating them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let's talk about rock and roll. Let's talk about rock and roll, and I got another individual who's going to be phenomenal on that subject, a legend in her own right. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe she's here. Let's bring Miss Cherie Curie from the Rock Rays. Sorry. Hi, Sheree. Rocking guys and gals. Well, look, I'm wearing enough black for all of you. <laughs> and, and Katie, I live uh, now. I I was born here in the okay. valley. There you go. Uh, I've I've lived in my house now for 23 years. It's in West Hills, and I'm right around the corner from the best Chinese uh, restaurant. Whoa, that delivers. Okay, okay perfect. Give me the details, See? or I'll make sure I contact Ken and get them from him. Yes, yes, they're amazing. And it's also, they've also incorporated a little bit of Japanese too, if you're into that. So it's great. Good. I See, know that I... one. Panda Express, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't do I that. I like that they chin chins. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's funny. So, Cherie, you know, we got to talk, but this is a music show. This is a rock and roll show. We are hanging and banging. That's what this is all about. But before we get there, I just think your art is freaking amazing. The chainsaw wow. chick that you are. <laughs> I mean, you guys, I'm just telling you guys, chainsawchick.com, you got to see what she does with a chainsaw and a stump of wood is unbelievable. Is I, that something that I you, you, that. you, you, wow. Yeah. No, it's a big She got deal. really hurt is doing it too. You, you fell off of a ladder or something, right? Yeah, scaffold collapsed, unfortunately. But I don't remember it. It knocked me out cold. Um, it did damage my face quite a bit for a good solid year. I was paralyzed on this side. But oh. you know what? I don't I don't remember the accidents. So that's a great thing. I finished the piece. Wow. So oh. even with a knot this big and all black and blue, I, I finished. So that's Wait a minute. Wait. Did you say you finished, you finished a it, piece? It's, 
I finished the yeah, I finished piece. the carving. I finished oh. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh. Oh. No, when I was young, I wanted to wow. finish wow. a piece, but I, but I didn't get that chance. Look at, look at Hello. This. Look at this. Hello. <laughs> look, at, look at this. Can you see that? It's incredible What's stuff. That? That's from so, our website. But Cherie, is that Look something? That. Oh, he's got it. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. That's no, it's wow. incredible. Yeah, that's an eight, in my eight-foot praying woman wow. that I did. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. I've been doing this a long time. How did you? Time. Yeah. Wait, wait, back is up. I've got a question. Started with? question in the house. When you fell, you, were you holding the chainsaw? That was. Yes, I oh. was. That's what I was thinking. Wow. wow. I was, and, and I actually, uh, well, I did, I, I imagine what I did. My assistant claims that this is what happened, but I was up on a scaffold like that, and um, he was supposed to be helping me, but the clients called him away, and I, I, I caught an edge. It's, it's what they call catching a piece of wood that will yank you forward, and it yanked me forward right off the wood, and I flipped over backwards. Wow. Uh, Broke my tailbone on oh. the back and then flipped over onto my face holding that chainsaw. Ooh. So I did, yeah. Oh so it's God. like this was, this and this got <laughs> impacted. But you know, I, I was out cold and wow. they took the chainsaw from me, but I never cut myself. I just, Ooh. I can't even imagine wow. no, you what was going through my yourself. mind. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's why I locked my arms when I was falling and kept yeah. it away. I don't know. All I know is that. Whatever I did, I, I, I saved myself, how did you get, that's for how did sure. How did you get into that, doing this? It was, it was, a, it was a fluke. I was just going to, um, to the beach one day. I was going over Canaan Dune Road, and I happened to see a couple of guys chainsaw carving um, at the side of the road at what was called the Malibu Mountain mm. Gallery. And I just could not get it out of my head. Every uh, time I woke up in the morning, it, you know, you got to listen to that voice, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, Vinny, no. You, Carmine, yeah, Ron, yeah. we have to listen to yeah. that voice. And that voice would not leave me alone. I finally went back and I walked into this beautiful gallery and this voice said, you can do this. Wow. And they brought me on board and I immediately started winning, uh, you know, ribbons and... Wow competing and yeah i was competing in 2005 and i placed in all the major major competitions and wow. i've been doing it ever since had you, been, yeah. had you done sculpting prior like so had you worked in three-dimensional no no you, it was a wow. lot harder than i thought it That's was going to be too yeah how do you do it i mean who'd you like those you saw horses you saw people what do you do you draw them on a piece of paper first no, no? just knowing that three-dimensional no. space right yeah, wow. that, yeah, the drawings don't do a whole lot, but uh, cool. you just, you just, it's true. You kind of remove everything that doesn't look like what you're carving, you know? Wow. I mean, you, you do, it takes some time, but, you know, I've taught people to carve. If, as long as you can see that three to, that, that, mm -hmm. um, that whatever it is in that log, so for you can instance, do it. you take that, the horse one there, right? The mm -hmm. end horse, was, was that like a big fat log that you, you cut away? Yeah, it was a, a big log <laughs> that I cut in half, and then each side was was wow. the ends, and uh, I just carved the uh, the heads from there. Wow! wow. Well, look, so I, got I got well, some I got some trees down here. In the <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Well, is it something wow. that you can incorporate in a musical, like like uh, was it the Lumberjack song by Jesse James Dupree uh, on Jackal? He comes when he, every time he does a show by everywhere by us. He says on his rider, I got to give him a wooden bar stool. And he all of a sudden, out of the clear blue, he pulls out a, a, a chainsaw right in the middle of a song, does a lumberjack song, and cuts up 
the wooden bar stool right on stage. Yeah, sure. You got to work this into your show, yourself? right? You got the new album you, know you got to talk about. And then all of a sudden, you just got to like cut right, it right, with a chainsaw. <laughs> right during Cherry Bomb or something. Just, you know. <laughs> well, I actually, we were, well, I, I did a record with um, with Bree Darling from Fanny. And, and yes. we were going to incorporate that into the beginning of the show where we had a big box with lights behind it. And I was going to, I'm really good at, at writing names in cursive. And I was just going to. Wow. You know, do Cherie and Brie kind of thing. But you know what? I, you're really not supposed to use a gas saw indoors. Yeah, so right. that became an issue. Yeah. It's rock and roll, hmm. man. You well, don't have to follow it. It is rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> it is. 90% isn't supposed to be done yeah, right? indoors, what rock and roll does. <laughs> so true. Everybody's yeah. got masks now. So you inhale that shit. Yeah. Mm. I think cutting up a bar stool is a little different than what Sherry does. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't do that. Yeah, uh, nah. No, it's amazing stuff. It's it's just incredible, yeah. and I can't wait. I mean, you do. Is it all? Is it all um, like contract stuff, or can we go to your website and actually buy something? No, I don't have anything. I I take orders only now. It's very rare uh, that I have you. time how, to actually business, just. Oddly, I only give orders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey. Oh, behave! Whoa, that was good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> Katie, I, I, I want to touch on something with you, Katie, because, you know, I, I'm a, I, I sincerely, truly am a huge fan. And I can tell you <clears throat> how that actually happened, because um, when, you know, from 2013, you started with World's Greatest Tribute Bands. You know, uh, my, my theaters are like 900 seats and we have all these guys. We have the legends of rock and roll, but we also have some of the greatest tribute bands in the country. And I've learned to really really respect the tribute bands. Oh, look at that. Um, yes. Uh, really learn to respect them because, you know, the, the, the real performers, you know, they have some a poetic or, or, or musical license. They can be off key a little bit. They can lose, be uh, forget a word, and the, the audience is fine. The tribute band, if you miss one syllable yeah. off one note, they're pointing like, you suck, you <laughs> suck, you know. So I really have a lot of uh, appreciation for them. What made you... Uh, put a whole yeah. show as you uh, you're a producer as well around tribute bands and yeah so respect. we started the world's greatest tribute bands it was a uh, national televised broadcast um, live from the whiskey a go-go um, it was broadcast on access TV and each week it was a different band and it was live from the whiskey so cool audience I was just ready to jam out um, and I hosted the show and I produced the show so each week I selected which band mm-hmm. was going to be featured um, and these were all national touring acts. Uh, the, the idea actually came from Mark Cuban himself. Yeah, so Mark Cuban is um, who created Access TV. It used to be called HDNet. So Mark created yeah. HDNet. Um, oh, there's the Beach Boys one. They were so good and dreamy. The Beach Boys. Okay, so these guys were so cute. We had a makeup artist, in, uh, you know, getting everyone ready for the TV broadcast. And so, like, these guys were all, like, 23, 24, 26 max. They were darling, had voices of angels, and they sat down in the makeup chair, and they were like, oh, oh, what's this? What's this? And then they got up, and I was talking to one of the guys, and he's like, it just felt like little kitten paws were patting my face back then. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you guys are so cute. Get up there and rock out at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Um, but yeah, so Mark Cuban, who owned the TV network, said, uh, I want you to create a show all around tribute bands. And that was it. That was the only, only like guidance that he gave me was those two sentences and so I rolled up my sleeves figured out what tribute bands were because I was naive in the beginning I I, I thought a tribute band was a cover band and th- they're not obviously these mm-hmm. are people who do their I, entire I show a tribute band. 
Yeah, it's I, you, you are Jimi Hendrix. You are the Allman yeah. Brothers. You are Elton John. You are mm-hmm. Kenny Metcalf. And it's different than an impersonator as well, because impersonators don't necessarily have uh, the talent to go along with it. They just maybe stand and wave and greet people. But these guys, you know, bring in the bands and have the gear. Um, sure. And it was such a fabulous show. I think we had about 80 episodes um, over uh, a three-year period, yes. um, which was fantastic. And that's how I found first found out about you, because I, that's what I was saying. We had probably... I don't know, maybe a dozen of, of the bands that you were that, that were on your show that did the tour. And we had a bunch, like I said, it was Mr. Speed, yeah. the Kiss one. Oh, Remember they were so good. They were? So, and um, their their costumes were top notch and like everything about them was perfect. That's it. You know, it's they put so much behind it and it's so much work. But they all said the same thing. Katie was Aww. awesome. <laughs> And that's how we first Yeah, I mean, about all it. these guys are so talented, like you said. I mean, people are watching yeah. and waiting for them to mess up. And these guys, you know, yep. they they are so well rehearsed. And in many cases, they are better than mm-hmm. the real thing because they do practice <laughs> really? so much. Yeah. And they have so many gigs, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of other bands, well, they, they go on tour and they practice just for that tour. But then all of a sudden, it's an 18-month hiatus. And then they're like, oh. Got to get out there and do another show again. And some of them just don't care anymore. And some of the bands, the classic rock bands, are almost tribute bands themselves because the members have, you know, rotated yeah, some, in and out. Some, some of them times. are. Some sure. of them are completely tribute bands. Yeah. So all these musicians, I, mean, I, I really respect. Yeah. And I just love them. And I, I miss doing that show on Absolutely. Access TV so much. I, I did my own tribute band called The Rod Experience. Oh, Rod nice. Stewart, but I had members of the Rod Stewart band in it. I had a guy that looked like Rod. So, and we played like the 1979 show. We played Ron's place, right? We That's did, so right? great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I didn't know Ron Fabulous. was 300 pounds back on, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it. You're, you're doing Shereen, it. I want to go back. Week, a couple of weeks, I saw. Really? I'm playing the music of Black Sabbath yeah. that I... Yeah. So. yeah, that's... Fun. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider that a tribute. Not a tribute. I mean, I'm the only original guy. I mean, you're, you're the deal in that band that's still out doing something. Yeah. You know, everybody's retired. Ozzy's not. You're doing you know, a lot from Ozzy. You're you know, so yeah. keep the music. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. Please keep the music alive. Absolutely, Sheree. I, you know, something I wanted to know for a long time. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the Runaways. You were so young. Yeah. 15, 16. I mean, 17, and the stuff that you were singing about between the sex, drugs, and major rock and roll that you were singing about, I mean, was that stuff at 15 or so, could you say that you actually, like, knew what you were singing about, or was that thrust upon you a little bit? Was that the life? Hell yes. Uh, we we <laughs> back in the seventies. No, we it was uh, it was a different time. It was a different age, right? That's right. <laughs> I mean, the the younger yep. and that's the thing is the young the young ones like myself and the rest of the girls. I mean, you know, we were chasing after the older guys. It just that was just what was happening at that time. You know, the young mm-hmm. the young kids, sixty and seventy, were just too young for us. So um, mm-hmm. it just it, you know. <laughs> There really wasn't age back then. We didn't think about age, so uh, which is now just a major, major. I mean, I met I met you guys back then. 
Yeah. Really? I remember. I remember, and I became friends with... Was he one of the yeah, old guys he, you were chasing? Was he one of the creeps? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all know. The creeps. No, you never know. Well, he is now. I never, no. I never done any of those. I got to say, I became good friends. Like a fine wine, Lena. your creepiness gets better with age. There you go. <laughs> I, I became... I More became like a really fine cheese. Leader. She was like my little sister over the years. Yeah. Yep. No, you, you were lot, so respectful. You, know? yeah. you were so respectful. I mean, honest to God. I mean, it kind of made me a little paranoid. I thought, what am I, that ugly or what? You know? <laughs> what's like, wrong what's, with me? Oh. Yeah, what's, what, what's wrong? What doesn't he see in me? <laughs> yeah. He didn't know you had a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, that that, that, that Believe me. That came a lot yeah, later. Absolutely. Hey, we did, we did a and gig. I, we did a gig together, The Runaways, and I was playing with Rick Derringer, Derringer at the uh, Starwood. Remember the Starwood? Yes. Wow. That's right. We, I we, love the Starwood. We went and opened for Aerosmith, and then after we went on, we'd gotten the, the, whole, the crew and the band and drove up to the Starwood uh. and then set us up. Went on like at 12 o'clock or something. It was killer. What yeah. a great show. Yeah. packed. Between yeah. both, yeah. You know, you guys talk about respectful and stuff, and I'm gonna, you know, just take a side second for a moment here because we're always talking about rock and rollers, and some of them got, you know, we had Nugent on, everybody on, and they've got their other side, Ozzy, you know. But you talk about Carmine, you talk about Vinny, two of the most stand-up guys in rock and roll, and it's really nice to hear that even late, even much, much earlier, that you're respectful and maybe maybe not the reputation you wanted back then, but it's nice to have that now. So hats off to you two brothers. Yes, really. absolutely. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Did you read Carmine's book? <laughs> well, you know what? I think... <laughs> my life of sex drums and rock and roll and it's, yeah and, <laughs> there's some crazy but that was respectful stuff in there. no. there's but it's respectful with the tuna fish oh, it's and not, whatever. It's, it's, it's respectful sex is capitalized and uh you read the book and then say that yeah <laughs> i was the good well, brother i'm yeah. the good brother that's what i meant brother. which is weird the guy from the guy from Black Sabbath is he the was, good one. He was the good one. I was the wild one. He's the bad one. I was bad. the wild one. I mean, really, it was crazy. Yeah. Well, let me, Katie. Let me ask you. I don't know if you ever did this in the eighty-some uh, episodes that you did. Um, if you, if you, if you did dress up and appear as as one of those tributes, who was it? And if you didn't. Who would you, if you and let's not even let's let's take the Runaways out of that okay. running right now, like who what band what would you be a tribute? Oh God! About? Um, <laughs> okay, so this is really hard because I believe that if you're going to do a tribute, you need to try and sound it and, and look like them, right? So I'm not gonna look like, but the, it, you kind of have to go to like who do you sing at karaoke, right? Like what's your range? So right. unfortunately, I'm kind of like a John Fogarty CCR, <laughs> um, but I'm not uh, sure I, I really so. look like Fogarty. Hopefully not. <laughs> well, maybe on a Sunday morning, maybe you should do it or something. Got that Fogarty yeah, look to Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, and, and I could do some of those uh, David Lee Roth, like, uh, it was pretty good. So I, I could get in there. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, that was far yeah, from yeah, Fogarty yeah. right there. That's Fogarty getting his toes. But then, on. you know, if it, it came down to, you know, wardrobe that I'm jealous of, I mean, who doesn't want to put on a top hat and twirl and do a little Stevie Nicks? Yeah. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. 
Oh, shit. I think you'd make a great Stevie uh, Nicks. Yeah, yeah, you would I make really a great do. Stevie Yeah, you would. <laughs> Thank you. I've been told that before, too, but I don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> was there one, uh, Katie, was there one band? Uh, now, you obviously, were you part of the... Uh, um, the uh, uh, application process or the audition process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Process? No, every band went through me. Uh, yeah. The, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Even the ones that wait didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, send your complaints this way. Stop it, Carmine. I just said how respectful know, you were. Three Everyone seconds went ago. Through me. Yeah, yeah. It's not her hey, fault. Katie, what do you mean? That's what do you range. mean by that? Every band was. Well, so any of the bands that went, so we did, you know, uh, like uh, 80 bands. And so that was like over seven mm -hmm. or eight seasons. And all the bands had to submit like an application process to be on the show. So, you know, they had to submit their demo reel, their photos, audio samples and all that stuff. And all of that curated through me. Did you have repeat wow. repeat bands? There like were a couple. I think we repeated. Um, let's see. Oh, that's a great question. So we brought back. Um, we had the Beatles three times. Two different Beatles bands. One Ooh. of them came back twice, and one was on once. Um, ah. The Fab Four came on twice, um, and one time they did the entire Sgt. Pepper album, start to finish. I love that band. Yeah. Uh, to see, celebrate the anniversary of that. Um, yeah. let's yeah, see, I had our Elton John, Kenny Metcalf. He, he was on once, but then he made guest appearances. Like he came on with one of the, the Who tribute band and they did like the pinball wizard and all that. Hmm. Um, so he made multiple appearances. Uh, I think we did Zeppelin twice because again, I think we had them do one of the Zeppelin albums start to finish. Um, but so out of mm -hmm. like 80 episodes, Sorry, I'd say there's maybe like four that weren't, weren't totally fresh. Hmm. That's cool. Okay, I mean, it's, it's a great show. I, I, I mean, is there any chance of it? You know, unfortunately, back? The, the problem is, is it, it, it was a quote unquote cheap show to do, considering it was live, but it was expensive because, you know, as you guys know, with music rights and um, getting, oh, yeah. getting that yeah. all taken care of, it was hard because it was expensive because we only did it one night. It was a live show, and then we didn't repeat it because having to pay for the sync rights to have multiple airings is where it. the money really yeah. kicked mm -hmm. in. Um, so we were able to do the one live broadcast and right now the network access TV isn't really focused on live programming. They're very much focused on music right now. Um, and so that's why I now have a new show on the network, um, called the top 10 revealed and, um, that Love you can it. catch on multiple repeats. I swear, if you turn on access TV, you just see me on a loop. It feels like sometimes. Yeah. Love this it. Great. What, what's, well, we've what's got revealed. Uh, oh, so the top 10 revealed that's th thank you for asking. So um, season four premieres this Sunday, uh, May the 9th at uh, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. And every week, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a good old-fashioned countdown show, right? So one week, it might be the top 10 70s breakup songs, top 10 uh, 80s hard rock hits, top oh, cool. 10 songs with rain in the title. Uh, so this Sunday will be top mm -hmm. 10 smoking hot songs. Think of like Hot for Teacher, um, It's Smoke Hot in Here. Smoke on the Water. Smoke on the Water. Smoking in the yeah, boys so room. Hot, hot songs. <laughs> hot and so legs. we count down this list of 10 hot yeah. songs, but you don't just see the songs. You have um, guest stars commenting. So you'll hear Dee Snyder, uh, Sebastian Bach, Margaret Cho, Matt Sorum, um, uh, Paul Stanley. So we have Vinny a variety Apacy, of like 25 Vinny different Apacy. guests. Oh, he <laughs> left. Yeah, uh, Sherry was going to come on, but uh, I think she was away in Big Bear when we were shooting. So uh, we yeah. hope to have her come in July when we actually do the next shoot. So it's a half hour show and you just get to count down this list of great rock and roll songs and get commentary from cool uh, rockers and music experts. Cool. Great, it great show. I mean, it's it's 
it's nice because it's not strictly your, you know, this is the top tour, the top ten of the Billboard charts. It's 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 the theme itself is, it is. fun, you know, finding like, out what, what theme this season. It is, not only we have right? like so the season premiere is hot songs, but we also have. Um, top 10 like end of the world songs so you like you could get to like it's the end of the world as i know it by rem but also uh bad sure. moon rising by ccr um mm-hmm. or top 10 Great social one. distance tunes don't stand so close to me you know things that we were like <laughs> staying oh, alive and i will it's survive things that kind of got us through quarantine when you're like That's this fun. would be a funny playlist top and so 10, we put together 10, these top 10 car songs you know? Yes, we did. We last season we did top ten songs about your ride. Yeah, that's me. I like that one. Hey guys, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Hanging and Banging right here on Artists on Lockdown. Make sure everybody checks out our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, smash it, like it. Everybody catch our podcast on Spotify. And we are back now with uh, Miss Katie Darrell and Cherie Curie from the runaway. Yeah. Cherie, let me ask you something. Oh, I love it. So I know we touched on on uh, the chainsaw chick thing, and I do want to move on. But I just I, I am so enamored with this this part of you that uh, that, that not as m- many people know uh, that they should. That's for sure. But I did see one comment that was interesting to me, uh, and and you made it. You said that um, that the the chainsaw carving was what you were meant to do, you know, in your life. It was what you, was, you were meant to do. And, Uh-oh. and because you're so renowned in the music world, how, how do you feel that that uh, overcame, overtook the music part of your life? Oh, uh, you mean the carving that overtook my music? It never really did. Uh, it was just something that when you can't stop thinking about it, very much like, you know, anybody mm-hmm. that's been in music as long as, everyone on this you know show has been you know sure. that's something that you never ever can walk away from it's just something that's in your blood and and i i guess that the carving i found out was also something uh, i couldn't let go of so i just have to do it i'll do it the rest of my life like i'll do music the rest of my life are you what are you doing these days musically i know uh, you had a couple albums come out in 2019 the one with three was fabulous um, I actually loved um, a couple of cuts on there in, uh, in particular. Um, but uh, are, you, are you doing some live outside of COVID, of course? Well, but I mean, are you going back out? Well, you know, you, you were talking about Matt Sorum, uh, the record that yeah. he produced for me 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Blackheart finally put it out right at lockdown. Wow. Uh, wow. It, it came out uh, in a pressing for Record Store Day in 2019. And then they decided to release it, uh, uh, no physical copies, but my God, it did so well. It's such a killer album. And it's got, you know, uh, the guys from Guns N' Roses, you know, Slash and Duff. It's got Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. It's got Brody Dahl and uh, the Veronicas and even Juliette Lewis came. And it's it's the album I always wanted to make after The Runaways. And unfortunately, it comes out right when the pandemic hits, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and there was no nothing I could do about it. it did very well though, but um, I would. Is that uh, is that is that Boulevards of Splendor? That's right. Yeah, Boulevards of Splendor. I mean, Vinny, you know, Carmine, you would love Ron, you would love this record. I'm serious. I mean, it's I'm so proud of it. It's so rock and roll. It kicks ass. 
And um, so I like to. But I love the fiddle on there. I love your, your you went with a fiddler on this one. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know what? On a couple of songs. Um, gosh, darn it. And again, my my 61 year old mind cannot remember the name of this guy that's been a friend of mine for join, forever. Join the club. But yeah, you, right. did, you did tons of press you know, for it, too. I saw you everywhere. I mean, obviously, I interviewed you for Access TV's At Home and Social, but like you were hustling. So like it did great. But like you did great, like really busting your butt out there. I saw you like on every morning show. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to tour on that record. It deserves it, you know, and it's I mean, I loved working with Bree. It was fun, but you know, it, that's really rock and roll is something that I, again, in my blood, yeah. got to do it. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll I'll tour on this. Hopefully, I'll tour on this record once everything lightens up. Yeah. Well, I hope you'll do "Gimme Shelter" uh, from Motivator because I'll tell you what, that is an amazing. If you guys haven't heard her do "Gimme Shelter," is there is there with a the video rape murder rape thing? Murder. That's it, man. I mean, it's incredible. Any videos of it? Thank you. Can you see it on YouTube or anything? Actually, the motivator is the one that I is one of my favorites. I think that uh, Dave Darling yep. did an amazing job uh, in the arrangement of that song. Um, and you know, I, I, there's a few songs on there that I'm really proud of. All right, since you brought up uh, since we brought up motivator, I do have a quick question on this though. So early on, on, on your other album, you're, you're talking about some of the, you know, Billy Corgan and some of those guys, heavy hitters that were, you know, part of that project. The motivator was interesting. Obviously, uh, uh, the great actor, your ex-husband Robert was on there, Robert Hayes. But, uh, but um, uh, you had uh, uh, Susan Olsen. Yes. <laughs> Cindy Brady on that. Now, what, what, you know, maybe she's not as, as much of a rocker as I thought maybe Peter Brady was. Greg, Greg was a rocker. I mean, he had no, that attic going and everything. It's Greg. It's Greg, not Peter. Or Greg? Yeah. Time to change? Greg. Was it, time to, was it? I thought it was Peter. Anyway. What did Susan do on that? Uh, Susan, <laughs> Susan. Now, Susan is like my sister, and I'm not kidding. I mean, she's been a part of this family for a long time and and she's a bass player i mean she really she loves music and she came and sang a bunch of background vocals um with bob and uh, you know as well and a bunch of other friends and my sister sandra you know it was great for us to bring in our family and friends to sing on a couple of tracks but susan's always uh, there for me whenever i need a vocal or two she's great i, I, I met her in one of the shows too I've one of the horror shows. Vinny, you remember when we yeah. did Vinny, remember when we did our Sinister album and we brought our older brother Frank and our sister in to do backgrounds yeah. at your house? And we had to pay him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. And you know, Ron, Family, Ron I wanna say, I, I'm so sorry yes, that I'm the only one that is this way. I yeah. should have turned my phone that way. And you yeah, look fabulous, so my sorry. dear. I'm the you only look good this way or that way. Yeah, it don't matter. You look good yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, You're that? beautiful. That way, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh my God. This is what you guys look like when you're sleeping, right? I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. I don't know about you guys. But I'm getting hungry for Chinese food. Oh, oh man. Go to Chin Chin's. <laughs> I'm not too far from where I live. Yeah, way far. <laughs> way up. 
You know, uh, uh, Katie, I, I just and again, I got to go back a little bit again to the to the uh, uh, the tributes sure. because I mean, again, the, the, it's you know, you're looking at it. We talk about you know the foreigners sure. of the world, and you know that uh, people are like just passing away or mm-hmm. they're retiring, and, and you know, I mean, within ten years, besides the apathy of Peace Brothers and you know and the Runaways, who's going to be around? Keith Richards. Keith so, Richards will always be around. <laughs> Keith Richards will be there. Actually, he passed away about 10 years ago, nobody told him, but um, <laughs> he's already started the, the, the process, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. But, but you know, when you're doing these, um, the, the tributes, you know, we do them here, and uh, and you said that you got part of, the, obviously, the selection process. You know, some of them, we talk about how amazing mm-hmm. they are. They oh, are, sure. Right? But those other ones, those other ones, <laughs> some of them are so bad. Was Is there a, cre- like, for me, I love Elvis, I love the good Elvis, Elvis tributes, but... Sometimes these Elvis guys look yeah. so freaking scary. So a, you know, that's a really good point. So obviously, <laughs> since I saw all the applications that came through and went through with them, I, I literally did see the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, there's... So give me an ugly. Oh, I'm not going to throw someone under the bus, but I will say when, no name, when it came but, to you know. Elvis... Uh, that was one in particular that I was like, you have to hit that really perfect so it doesn't yeah, feel hokey. And so the gentleman that I found was Justin Shandor, and he had actually won the Great. Graceland like Elvis competition mm-hmm. the year prior and like had their yes. their gold star approval. Um, and that was really important to me because I wanted to make sure it was someone that was legit good, not hokey. Um, but boy, I saw some really bad ones. There was a Motley Crue band, <laughs> and I really can't even remember their name that not only did they look and sound terrible, but they were really rude in every season when I was like, hey, thanks for your application. You didn't make it this round. They were just nasty. But then they'd have the nerve to reapply the next season. I was like, yo, you were so rude to me. I'm still the same person. I'm not letting you in now, even if you got better. Like, you're dicks. Hey, Katie, that was me. Good for you. I believe it. I believe it. When it comes to dicks, there's no bigger one than that man right there. That's what they say <laughs> on the we'll, bathroom we'll wall. We'll do it again. Maybe we'll get on. Just keep it her. Yes. That Black Sabbath yeah. tribute band that keeps coming back like a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was talking about. You know, Justin mm-hmm. Shandor, uh, Sean Clush. I mean, these are Elvis guys that yeah. actually did, as, as, as uh, Katie mentioned, um, and um, – that international competition down in Graceland, and they have a thing called Three Faces of the King yes. that tours around with those winners. It's incredible. But we got one guy over here. He did this whole Elvis thing. I've got this great show. His, his wife told us about it. I said, I bring him in. So it was Elvis with a brutal Italian oh. accent. <laughs> And I'm like, are you serious? He was like, a hunk of burning love. It was, it was, love. You couldn't have, you couldn't have, faked, you couldn't have faked it worse. Oh, oh. And it's just amazing. And it, but it's legit. He came on, and his his pork chops here, I'm telling you, it was like like the shaft afro kind of shifted <laughs> over. It was like this. Oh, man. Oh, it, the good, the bad, and, and the ugly. And he, yeah. We just got the ugly. <laughs> they were in the zoo and it was just ugly, ugly, uglier, and just friggin', I think it's friggin' brutal was the uh. title that we actually used. Um, how, uh, 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 Shree, back in the day, you know, again, you guys are, are, are forming. I mean, you guys were huge. I saw, we all know about the Japan stuff, how the runaways were just, it was, you know, I mean, talk about Elvis. You're bigger than Elvis, bigger than the Beatles, or like the Beatles in Japan. It was crazy. 
How did that affect you when that first, when that first big, again, you're 15, 16, 17, Uh-oh. like, oh my gosh, street uh, packed and you Stop. can't drive. You can't even drive down the street. How did that, how did that affect you? Well, you, we really didn't realize that we had become as big as we did until we landed in Japan. I mean, we knew we were getting, because we were always on the road. If we weren't on the road, then we were in the studio. So that we had taken no breaks whatsoever. And uh, so it was, it, was, uh, it was a relief to know all that work was, you know, worth it. Well, I tell you, it's, it was really something because, you know, I think, I think it was likened to the arrival of the Beatles in the United States and your arrival in Japan. What, what year just was that? Craziness. What year was that? was uh, 77. I, I 77, went to Japan yeah, the first right time in 1973 with Jeff Beck and Tim Bogart. And, and it was wow. the same kind of thing, except we played the Budokan. They didn't even have lights. Yeah. They had three 10,000 volt huge airplane landing lights, the kind that used to shoot up into the sky. They had, six, they had six of those wow. on the stage shooting in. But when we landed at the airport and we came out of the airport, you know, we didn't know either. Like you guys didn't know. All of a sudden, they, yeah. they started attacking us. And, and I'm mm-hmm. running for the car and I'm feeling my hands going like, phew, phew, Yes, phew. pulling your yeah, hair out. Know. Oh my and God. We got into the limo and said, what the hell was that? You know, because we had been yeah. over to Europe and everything else and it didn't happen over there, only in Japan. Yeah, in Japan. Yeah, they lo- I was when and they had all the cops there when we got right. off the plane and and they were rushing us and breaking cameras. And uh, I saw this hand come for <laughs> Lita's long brown yeah. hair. And oh, she yeah. grabbed it, and I grabbed her wrist, and right then someone grabbed my hair and just tore a bunch oh, out. No. And it, at that time, it was wow. Who who took care of you then, Udo? Yeah. Udo. Udo. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, he took care of everybody. Yeah. Ew, so now yeah, someone yeah. has like your hair in a scrapbook, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're right there. Hey, yeah. hey I oh thought Lita's hair was blonde. No, no. <laughs> not in the runaway no, back in the day. She, she was no, she no. was so funny because Lita turned around. She goes, "I'm never." Can I say the yes. f word? No. Yeah, yeah. Please. I'm, ne- I'm never gonna get a fucking tattoo, and I'm never gonna dye my hair blonde. <laughs> this is what she was screaming <laughs> at me. Oh saying, my gosh. Next time I see her, she's got that huge uh, dragon yeah. and and spiked. You know, I, I told hair. this before, but I went to to a couple of years ago. I went to like a lunch in in uh, Valencia with Lita. And Tim Bogart, right? Now, Tim Bogart had gray hair. He looked like, you know, an old guy. He had no tattoos, white skin. And then his leader had tattoos all over her and the blonde. And me <laughs> yeah. with black and purple hair. And I think we're in like an IHOP or something, you know? It was, it was quite an experience to see an the IHOP. three of us together. They had reservations, Ron. <laughs> they had reservations. Hey. hey. But they went anyway. Anyway, all right. So wait, wait. What happened? You know what what happened? Nothing. It was just funny to see it. The end. They ordered the uh, the grand slam. Thank you. No, that's Danny. Thanks for thanks for tuning in and good night. Sorry, I got my pancake houses. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Denny's. Yeah, that's right. All you could eat pancakes. Vinny would know that. Vinny would know that. I'm the pancake king. (laughs) The pancake. Pancake. 
Katie, what is on the horizon for Top 10 Revealed? I mean, give us a couple of possible like yeah. themes that could be coming up that we can be so, so we have a about. lot of great ones coming this summer this uh starting this sunday on access tv uh at eight mm-hmm. eastern five pacific uh, uh, I didn't like hear I said, that. when was it <laughs> eight <laughs> eastern five pacific boom access tv check your local listings um yeah you know so when it, we have a, an episode that's the ode to the color black so top 10 songs that have black in the title so think of um Black Hole Sun is on there, but also Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. So what's great about the show is all I have to do is tell you the topic and like you'll chime in like Carmine and be like, oh, I know what's on the, I know what's going to be one at number one. Is this song on the list? And so everyone gets involved. Uh, So Ode to the Color Black is really fun. Uh, We also have Space Songs. So think of like Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Major Tom mm-hmm. to Ground Control. So oh, yeah. Spa- Intergalactic space Planetary Odyssey, by yeah. the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Um, so space songs. And we go, I mean, listen, we go really way back and to current music. So, you know, Fly Me to the Moon with Frank Sinatra. Well, Does who, it deserve to be on this list? Ten, who picks the 10, the top 10? Uh, viewers like you, Carmine. So we actually post the question on the Access TV social media pages like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and we allow people to vote and write it in. And once again, it all goes through me, and oh, I curate and figure out. Zappa. There you go. She's an executive producer. Yeah, excuse and me, creator. Up and down. Thank you very much. Hey, hey Katie, so, when is wow? When, thank when you very is much. That on? <laughs> Sundays at eight Eastern, five <laughs> Pacific on Access TV. The top yeah. ten revealed. Part of Sunday Night Rocks. So. so- Hey, thing. Speaking of space yeah. songs, Space Odyssey, yeah. David Bowie. Your inspiration, Miss Cherie Curie, was David Bowie. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and Susie Quattro as well. But David was yes. my main guy. Sure, I, I didn't even know. I was and even your look. Well, your look was more David Bowie than Susie Quattro. Yeah, Joan. Joan was was Susie Quattro. I was David mm-hmm. Bowie. I mean, we were so young. I mean, we didn't know who we were. I mean, Joan was very insecure. So was I. But I mean, she would just pull her hair down so that no one could see her face. And and mm-hmm. so the thing, both of us didn't. You know, we just didn't know who, who we were going to be on stage because right. we'd never been on stage before. So uh, we just kind of pretended to be our heroes for a while until we kind of got the hang of it. And it worked. It was great. And until you came into your own. Right. And then, or uh, let me just rephrase that. Until you became the uh, pioneer of the rock and roll corset. <laughs> well, the corset was my idea. The girls didn't really like that very much. But I, I was at. Was it too feminine? No. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think it was, uh, they just. You know, the fact that I was on the cover alone, which was I, I disagreed with, but it was just happened to be the shot that, that Kim Fowley wanted. But I was at the Starwood and we were doing a sound check and I, there was this little uh, boutique for right across the street that was uh, for corsets and that single white corset was in the mirror. I mean, in the window and I could see really? it across the street and I just I, I jaywalked. I mean, I don't think even I don't even think. I would notice the cars. You didn't so look taken. before crossing. No, <laughs> I just saw that corset and I beelined for it. And, and I knew that wearing that for cherry bomb was going to really yeah. be a statement. Uh, the girls didn't like the idea, of course, but it was only for three minutes. A lot of people think that I wore that thing for the whole show, but it was just for cherry bomb. And that's what they say. I mean, it's, it's been said that that corset, that shot, 
really, and obviously Cherry Bomb, your biggest hit, um, legendary song, but um, a lot of people have said that, that they, the corset part of that whole thing really added to the buzz of the song, in the beginning anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, you, you, you know, I'm 16 years old in a corset and fishnets on stage. It hadn't, <laughs> it hadn't really been done yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think, I mean, and Madonna... That stinker, you know, she yep. she turns around and says she was the first, and I know she knows she wasn't. Pioneer. Right. Pioneer. Was, You're the I pioneer. I pioneered the corset. Thank you very much. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. I want to officially uh, name you the pioneer of the rock and roll corset. <laughs> and and in, in your honor, I think next week, Vinny, you should don one because you're a pioneer in rock and roll. I And I've thought of you many a night. In, in a corset. Oh, you're, you're, you're a, if I'm going to wear this, you wear the corset. You're a sick man, Ron. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'm very, All I very have to sick. say is... Hey! And another thing about Miss uh, Curie, she's a twin, wow. right? I am. You've, wow. got, you, you've got Marie, Marie Curie, who I know you did, wow. you did a, I think you did an album, it was about 1980, you did an album with her. And you didn't, but you haven't done anything with her since. Is there, I mean, is it something that you did in, uh, for just one shot and well, done? Well, my twin, well, it's it's curry, not curry. It's curry. I know, like, like I know. Spice. But, um, but, I but know. Marie was married to Steve Lukather. Guys know oh, Steve. Yeah. And, Toto. Sure. And Marie really mm -hmm. thought that, I mean, it's one thing to think you want to be in, you know, in a rock and roll band and be on stage. It's one thing to imagine that that might be something you want. It's a different mm -hmm. thing to actually yeah. do it. And uh, she really believed she wanted to do it. And uh, so we made a record. And before we even hit, you know, went on tour, um, she and Steve decided that they wanted to have babies and Marie pulled out after the record had come out. We were, yeah, I was hating it. And, oh. and that really, uh, they, they dropped <laughs> me from the label. Well, we spent a quarter of a million dollars oh. on that record. <laughs> those were it the was days. Really oh. a, Remember those days? Then. Those well, days. it was, you know, Jay Winding and all of Toto playing yeah, on yeah. it, you know, so it was basically a Toto record, but it's a great record, yeah. but you know, not much you can do with a twin act when one twin doesn't want yeah. to do do the touring. Yeah. So everybody called me with twins. <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to why would you want to admit I, to that? I know, Carl? yeah. I mean, please. No. <laughs> we were joined together too. They had to operate. <laughs> Sherry, did that create a rift between you guys? It did. Yeah. Sure it did. You know, because uh, there was no way back for me after that. I mean, uh, uh, that was basically the end of my, my music career. Um, and that was too bad because I really, I'd worked really hard for it. But, you know, and anytime anyone asks my opinion, you know, don't work with family uh, mm -hmm. and put That's everything tough. in it because you especially, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't the right choice and I knew it I should have listened to my gut but I didn't do that that's the second uh, you know um, bit of advice I'd like to give is is you know listen to your gut if your gut says don't do it don't do it mm -hmm. don't do it yeah. well you know the runaways were only really together just a few short years right. from three to four years or so and and really a, a tremendous impact groundbreaking again pioneers in rock and roll the first real rock and roll fee all, all female band that played your own instrument yeah. instruments 
Um, but you know, and, and you guys, you know, it's it's also legendary why you guys broke up. We all know that the challenges that that you know, rock and roll, the business, youth, uh, crazy people being involved, all that stuff had to do. But had that not happened, uh, Sheree, um, where do you, how far? I mean, where do you think the band? I mean, look how far the band went just in those few years. Where do you think the band could have gone or could have accomplished? Oh well, you know, I think. Uh... It, had they just let us rest, even just give us a little bit of time off, yeah. and had a mo you know someone to, to to you know moderate our our meetings. I mean, we didn't have anyone to sit us down if there was you know someone was having a problem with a band member. I mean, just nothing. We didn't have any help. No adults to come in and and try to mm -hmm. help us talk talk things out. Had they just given us a few a few breaks so that we could rest and and get our energy back, I don't think it would I don't think I would name, have left. Name, but Shuri, uh, name all the members of the Runaways. Well, um, the only members that I really bring up are the members that the founding yes. members, which is yeah, uh, Lita, Joan, uh, Jackie, and uh, Sandy West. Sandy. And myself. And I knew yeah, Sandy, Sandy really yeah. well. God love her. God love her. I knew her. Sandy really well. She was, yeah. Yeah. She was so, so nice. God love we her. met her a bunch of times. We did a bunch of uh, drumming events that she showed up at. And she was always, yeah. always, always wanting to learn something, you know? And uh, yeah, she was hey, fabulous. She passed away of something, right? God, some disease. She did, yeah. yeah. In 2006, she died of, uh, of lung uh, cancer. She was so horrible. Nice. Katie, was there ever a Runaways tribute that you saw worth anything? Um, I don't even remember ever getting a submission in general for one. You know, we got we had a Joan Jet, mm. but I never got a submission for a Runaways tribute. Hmm. I wonder if that's out there. Any chance? I mean, Sharia, you probably get this well, I, uh, question. Uh, any chance of any kind of a some sort of reunion hey, again? Hey, Ron, like are you thinking of whatever it was? Starting a tribute band? <laughs> I'm st I'm thinking of starring in one. <laughs> A runaway so, tribute band. You'd be great. You, I, I think I'd be great. Well, I've played with all the girls individually. I've, I've played with mm -hmm. all of them, with Lita, mm -hmm. with, you know, Joan, of course, Sandy. I, I never did a show without yeah. her before she passed mm -hmm. away. Um, and so I'm the only one that's actually played with all the members. I, you know, Lita and Joan have a little bit of an issue, and yeah, that just do. seems to be the they problem. Do. Yeah. Lita doesn't like Kenny, and yeah. uh, um, so... Yeah. I, I wish they would get over it, honestly, but I don't think so. So that's too bad. But you've got a you've got a great relationship with Kenny Laguna. He even he gave you a suggestion for a song on one of your albums, I believe. Well, or? Kenny was my manager at that yeah. time. Yeah, um, we were very good friends for twenty years. Um, but that you know, unfortunately, with the record with them holding up uh, Boulevards of Splendor for ten years, that kind of uh, eroded my friendship with him a bit. Ten uh, years it's, is it's a long time. Yeah. I mean, yep. yeah, it is. So, it yes, is. a little ticked yes. by that. But you're still a black. Are you still a black? No, no. I, I, I haven't see. been okay. with them for uh, nine years now. No. Wow. Well, listen, guys. You know, it's the time is approaching us uh, very shortly. Um, we go till uh, uh, we do this for an hour, but so many times we have been answering, asking questions that our uh, our. Our customers, our people, our fans have been asking, and there's one specifically that uh, uh, comes uh, from someone uh, for Katie. Now, Katie, I, I started to touch on this. Uh -oh. I know, I know. I started. No, 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 no. I started to touch on this a little bit earlier about you know you being uh, uh, you know if, if you were to be in one, and you you talk about Fogarty, but. <clears throat> 
if there was one that you could actually, I mean, if forget about what you sound like, what you look like, but who you would do, who you'd love to be a part of, who you'd go out there, would it be a Lady Gaga thing? Would it be something? What would be the most extraordinary one that you would love to? We all want to be somebody, whether we sound or look like him or not. Who would you like to be out, out there in the tribute world? And it doesn't matter the gender? Okay. No. I just want to make sure I didn't like, um, boy. Break I mean, rules, listen, huh? I got to say, and, and this may be a really cheesy answer, but being in a Beatles tribute band, I think, would be amazing. Yeah. Because here's the yeah. thing. They did so much. Oh, they yeah, wrote they so many yeah. songs. Yeah. The the range of their music, you know, from bubblegum pop to just like really great dark stuff. Um, their individual careers. I think just the talent in that band to be remotely involved and in, within the room of someone of the Beatles' presence, I think would be fantastic. I think, you know, they're the heart of rock that, and roll. That's a great answer. And, you know, um, <clears throat> Sheree, a lot, you know, you've had such a, I mean, an amazing career and continue to do so. I mean, between the, the chainsaw art, <laughs> between the runaways, between the you know all the other projects, including an accomplished actress, and you made it to Murder She Wrote. I mean, what else you need? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, it's funny. I just lost my mom. It was a great thing oh. at ninety-eight. She oh, died last week. Oh, yeah, God. just just a month God and a half ago. Her. But I mean, she was ninety-seven. Excuse me, but she is all she had Alzheimer's, and that was rough. Yeah. So, uh, um, but my mom was a fantastic actor, and and she never shared any of that. With with us kids. So it wasn't until I'd left acting that all of a sudden I saw some of her movies and I just, if only I'd known that, you know, that was coursing through my body because my mom was an exceptional actor. So it's, you know, just, I guess that's why I just love chainsaw carving so much is I don't have to think of all the mistakes I've made in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you, I can just well, take ladies, it we, out on the wood, yeah, you know? Cut it up. Well, on yeah. that scary subject, on that scary note, uh, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us. This was a wonderful, thank you. wonderful thank show. You for having me. Really nice getting to know you, Katie, Daryl. God, God love you. All the stuff that you and you know what? A toast to Mark yeah. Cuban for creating Access TV because that is an amazing yeah. outlet. Awesome. Yeah. It's it's MTV on steroids. Love it Access is. You can, TV. You can watch. So I have all weekly interviews every every Thursday at, for At Home and Social. Everyone from someone like Sherry to. Um, you know, I think this week, next week we're talking to the guys of The Offspring. So check out At Home and Social. On Fridays, we do the Music High Five, which is our weekly music show. And then on Sundays is the Top Ten Revealed. So you, you have three opportunities to stalk me each week. Wow. Nice. Well, it, it's, it, you give us no opportunity to go to any other channel. So I love it. I love it. All the Thank best you. to you. And Miss Curry, you know, what can we say? Thanks, Legend, Ron. icon. Do you, are you, you're coming out again? Are you going to come out on the road doing some music? I, of course, I, I have to. I've got a tour on uh, Boulevards of Splendor, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. yes, for sure. Well, we want to see you right here in Chicago, along with all the other places around the country. Absolutely. Thank you, Ron, Vinny. Thank you, dear. Thank, thank you all, everyone. Katie, thank you. Katie, nice Sherry. to meet you. Yeah. Thank you so well, make much. Make sure, everybody, you are sharing, you are liking, you're checking our podcast on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're all over the place, but make sure you let everyone know about Artists on Lockdown, hanging and banging each week here Thursday, right here with my brothers, Carmine and Vinny, Apis, Apice. I don't even know anymore. Have a great week. We'll see you next week on Artists on Lockdown, hanging and banging.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.